At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. Okay, so for the last year or so, I've been helping House Call Pro kind of shout their brand out to the masses in in the industry through the podcast and through the month of October I'm going to be doing it again because they have a a unique platform that helps with dispatching it helps with organization it helps with the technicians out in the field um, organize themselves a bit better when it comes to the next call now every time there's a conversation about a dispatching or work order software that comes up online the technicians shout out house call pro as being one of the best and the technicians that use it say it's great and that's that's a good sort of gauge for me if a technician loves it that means it's a good product because a lot of business owners they go out and buy something that they think is going to help them but don't necessarily think of the technician that's going to be using it on a day-to-day basis but the technicians love house call pro it's been validated by them so anyway guys if you're interested if your business is looking to move forward and kind of the next step to go paperless, check out House Call Pro because it is technician validated. All right, we have an incredible guest, as usual, for you guys on the HVAC Normal podcast. But I want to mention something real quick. Somebody sent me a picture. And okay, so what it was was a, a furnace and an A coil sitting right down onto the furnace, and it actually was melt, starting to melt the pan, the plastic pan. That's the way the the tech found it. And it wasn't completely melted, but it was starting to to melt. You could see that the disformation in the plastic was starting to happen. And he's like, what what's the, the minimum requirements for that? And, and I'm like, I, I don't really install residential equipment, so I, I don't know. So, But I know it shouldn't be sitting on the furnace. So obviously every, every in, installation manual from a manufacturer should have some specs in it. So I looked one up, all right, and it was a Goodman. It was a Goodman manual that I found and minimum clearance for that was two inches minimum. So I'm sure that is maybe the same with most coils, but just be on the lookout for stuff like this. Guys, always read the manual before you install something because a bad install can cause a lot of problems down the line. Anyway, our guest, Sarah Benoit, she is an incredible girl. She has a mechanical side to her and she's taking that mechanical side and pursuing an HVAC career which is very cool more women coming out of the woodwork to pursue skilled trades jobs skilled trades positions so Sarah also has a podcast and we're going to talk about that too her podcast is called women behind the wrench she just sort of launched it recently and she's had a couple of awesome guests on there one of them being HVAC Jess, who was on Jess, Jessica Bannister, who was on my podcast a few weeks ago. So anyway, we're going to talk to Sarah. We're going to get to know her as a woman in the trades. We're going to get to know about her podcast and her career path and, and her story. So it's a good one, guys. Pay attention. Listen up. This is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast, and I'm your host, Gary McCready.
Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. All right, so I'm going to start this one off by Nerdy Girl Mechanic. You got to tell me what that's all about. Oh, well, you know, it's it's really just who I am. I, I'm overzealous in a way. Um, I, I geek out everything, you know, comic books, video games, you know, just getting my hands on everything and trying to fix everything I can, just learning the ins and outs of everything. Um, obviously, I wear the, <laughs> the big, thick-framed glasses here. That's kind of been my thing since, oh man, <laughs> since I was a kid. So I don't know. It's just me. I never, I never thought it would, it would stick like it did, but here I am. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Revenge of the Nerds? Oh yeah. Have you? Oh yeah. <laughs> how, how old are you? I, okay. This is going to be a huge surprise to some people. Okay. Uh, I'm 30. Oh really? Eh? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I, I, I. You look a lot younger than that. I get that a lot. So that's that's a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, that's a it's, compliment. People are like, "Oh, these young females in the trades," and I'm like, "I'm 30. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm so old." But you know, I got kind of a late start. But you know, I'm just happy, happy I ended up here. Yeah, cool. And that, I was actually surprised that you've seen the movie because. I watched that movie when I was like, geez, like 10 or 11 years old. And I oh, thought yeah. you were like in your early 20s. Yes. Here, so. Yeah. No, thank <laughs> you for saying that. No, I'm all my music I listen to, all the, you know, pop culture. I really like old stuff. So not old, but like older than what you would yeah. think. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're, that is your, your Instagram handle as well as nerdy girl mechanic and on your profile you've you've written three things you're a mechanic tool enthusiast and aspiring hvac mechanic so what kind of mechanic like are you currently like what what sort of um mechanical stuff are you currently into now yeah so basically i started out the profile um i have a twin sister named katie All right. and we are two complete opposites like you cannot get further from personality wise, another person. Um, and she, one day I told her to check her, check her tire pressure. And she looked at me like a deer in the headlights. So basically the whole, the whole point of my profile at first was to teach, you know, people who wouldn't necessarily know how to do basic maintenance on their cars, you know, that type of thing. So right now I'm, I'm not currently, my job is for an HVAC company, um, as a maintenance tech yeah um but my dream obviously is to be a uh, service tech um the way it's the way in the company i currently work for they pretty much you go down one of two pathways install or service and you know i want to get my hands on everything um you know test out diagnostics i'm all about that so i want to do go the service route um, i'm in school right now for hvac and then I also do, you know, side projects, work on cars, work on family cars. Um, I have a motorcycle too that I'm actually uh, re rebuilding eventually here, um, but it's a Kawasaki 
1980 KZ600. I wanted to do like a bobber mod on it, so making a it what? a bobber mod. I don't even know what that is because I don't I don't ride motorcycles. Okay, yeah, so it's like it's a body style. It's okay, basically no back. I had to have to do some framework on it, but right now I'm on kind of the baby baby stages of it. Um, actually, it got down to. 50s this week here in minnesota so i actually have a few things to wrap up on it before i button her up for the winter but man i was gonna say i was gonna (laughs) i was gonna ask you where you're from sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but you said minnesota and i and i and i had a feeling you were from a northern state because you have a little bit of a you have you have an accent that a lot of people would say resembles a canadian accent i do and and i find a lot of the northern states like um even uh, Wisconsin. When I watched that, you ever seen that documentary, uh, "Making a Murder" about Stephen Avery? Yes. Oh my god. So goodness. the way they talk and what the way they talk <laughs> in that movie almost sounds like the way people make fun of Canadians because they're so they're actually I think they're actually more north than me. Um, I'm in Toronto, and Toronto's actually pretty south. It's actually if you look on a map, yeah, Toronto is probably more south than about a quarter of the U.S. Really? So, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, because it's it's it 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 comes to like a peak where it kind of like there's a a peak that comes down southwards out of Canada that sticks into the US and that's kind of like Toronto and Niagara Falls and all that. Yeah. Um just right across from Buffalo. So it's actually if you look at a map, you'll you'll see it's about a quarter, I would say maybe a quarter, maybe one fifth. Okay. more south than, than a lot of the US states, but I could I could pick that up that you were from a northern state just by just by ta- listening to you talk. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're all about that. I'm actually from Wisconsin. Um, I we I grew up right across the border from uh, the Twin Cities in Minnesota here, but I moved here about ten years ago. Um, yeah, you know, just to be closer to things. And yep, I am a Midwestern at heart for sure. I wish I lived in Canada though. It's uh, it's it's a pretty cool country to live. It's it's laid back. Um, and I mean, I've lived here all my life except for two years. I mean, every every place you go has its problems and, and oh, yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, I'm I'm digging it so far. So far, so good. <laughs> so Toronto, like, how's Toronto? D- describe to me the vibe. The vibe? Yeah. Okay, so I've never been to New York City myself. Okay. But the vibe from what you see on movies and TV, from what you see of New York, it's very New York is and Toronto are very similar looking cities. That's why they actually film a lot of there's actually a lot of um, filming that happens for movies and TV and stuff in Toronto. It's actually called Hollywood North uh, that people, I guess, in the movie business or whatever would call it that because there's a lot of filming that goes on up here because it's a lot cheaper. And a lot of the filming that goes on in the downtown core, they put like new york city taxi cabs out and like the u.s uh postal uh drop off uh what do you what do you like a a mailbox yeah because they're mimicking they're mimicking like the the new york vibe right so toronto is very new york vibe ish i would say because it's also a melting pot of people there's think of any ethnicity any culture any background you can think of in the world and there's a pocket of that type of um culture in toronto that's just kind of like new york just kind of like new york right yeah no that's super cool i've always wanted to visit um but i've never never gotten the chance 
One day. Yeah, hopefully here. One day. So, listen, you're an aspiring HVAC tech. So you're going to school right now, right? I that's am. why we couldn't. That's why we we've had such oh a hard time gosh. getting together for the it's, podcast. <laughs> it's nuts. I'm sorry about. Yeah, I I go to work in the morning. Obviously, work full time, and then I go to school from. Well, right now it's weird, obviously, because of the coronavirus. Um, yep. So basically, it was going to be. You know, you have lecture from four to six and then lab from six to eight thirty. But right now it's all online lecture. So uh-huh. we go on, study our notes, and then go in for the lab from six anywhere from six to eight, eight fifty. Um so yeah, it's been it's been great. But I'm just I'm really thankful that we can go in <laughs> and do this stuff. But it's honestly been like kinda doom and gloom like um they're not sure how long we're going to be able to come in and do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, you know, crossing my fingers. Hopefully that keeps up. So how you and like, are you enjoying the, the school aspect of learning the trade so far? Oh yeah. No, I love it. Um, yeah. I feel, you know, I feel like it's going to be so different when I go out to the field um, yes. as a service tech. Cause it's like, oh, you know, I can't turn my, my copper piping around perfectly to where I want it and practice soldering that way or brazing that way. Um, I just feel like it's going to be super different and I'm honestly just chomping at the bit to, to get out there, but obviously it's always good to get a basic knowledge of the fundamentals and I'm just, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm geeking out about it and I love it. So I'm glad, I'm glad you, you love it, but I'm glad you brought up, turning the copper pipe and putting it in the perfect place to to braise it up because that's probably hit home with a ton of people because i've been in every which position trying to braise like i've installed um like hundreds of feet of pipe when i was first in the trade i installed i didn't install sheet metal i installed stuff like uh liebert units where we drop the indoor unit and we'd mount the condenser and then we'd run the piping from the indoor unit to the outdoor unit and it was like just hundreds hundreds of feet of piping so in some of these old buildings you're you're going through these weird spots and um sometimes you got to get underneath the unit between the raised floor and the base of the unit which is like 12 inches and you're holding oh, yeah. the Whoa. torch by like by your right by your face it, it's it's ridiculous some of the the uh some of the, the places we get in so i'm glad you know that it's not always going to be that oh, way yeah. once you get in the field no, I can, you know, I can score a hundred percent on, on everything, but I'm still, I I know dang well that it's going to be super different once I get out there. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for what I can learn out in the field. Um, but yeah, the guys have told me it's, it's so much different. So, uh, yeah, I'm optimistic, but I'm, I'm excited. One of the things that I mean, you're already, I'll, I'll ask you about kind of the work you do during the day in a minute. But one of the things that I noticed when I got out of school was the environments are totally different. In school, it's relaxed. You have people there that are paid to be there to help you, um, to educate you. But when you get into the field, those people aren't paid to be there to educate you and help you. They're paid Not to right. get their job done, right? Exactly. And get the job done for the customer. So the two, there's a, I found it very intense when I first got into the field because I wasn't used to that intensity. And 
if the lead mechanic or the, the, the lead technician or whoever you were working with, you weren't keeping up or you were lagging behind, not understanding, you'd get a tongue lashing or they would tell you to go home or oh, whatever. Yeah. It, the intensity was, was nuts for me. So that was one of the major things that, that I noticed and that and working in rain and snow and yes. all kinds of weather that you can think of. But I'm sure that you go through that same cycle where you are as well. Yeah, you know, that was one thing because I was a diesel tech um, and a diesel apprentice for a while. And that was a huge thing that I noticed between the two industries. Um, Basically, (laughs) I I got out of the diesel thing because the hours were crazy. Like it was, you know, all overnight shifts unless you've been there Mm -hmm. for like 15 years type of deal. Um, And it was almost like, the people they wanted to help you but they but they didn't at the same time it was (laughs) like they set me up on this brake job for a semi truck that honestly I had never even done a brake job before it was one of my first weeks there and (laughs) nobody would would come over and help me out it was just me on my own and I almost had to like prove myself before before anything um, Uh would go further um, with HVAC, honestly, I've I've gotten a lot more help than I ever did in the diesel field. Um, you know, obviously, some of the guys, some of the older guys, are like, "Oh, you're you're crazy for getting into this. Why do you want to do this?" But <laughs> you know, you know how it goes. But yeah. honestly, everyone's been kind of, you know, uh, very willing to help. And if I have a question, especially online, like, oh my goodness, on the, on Instagram, it's it's incredible. Like I'll reach out for like tool recommendations and you know, what happens when I come across this? And it's just been crazy to me, like how many people are actually willing to help. Yeah. It, it, the people for the most part, I think everybody inside of them wants to help another human being. I, I think they do like just, it's just a natural thing. Then there's the odd person that comes along and just wants to crap on you and try to make everybody else laugh on oh yeah oh definitely <laughs> at, at, at your expense because obviously they have their own issues and they can't just be positive but i mean it's just being online is just you get the positives and the negatives and you just kind of have to roll with the punches and not take anything to heart because if you do it, it's just gonna it's gonna keep you up at night oh yeah absolutely so during the day at your job that you currently are at, what sort of work are you doing right now? So, okay, right now I'm actually transitioning um, from a parts and warehouse role into a maintenance technician role. Um, So I'm, you know, I was at this company for almost a year doing parts. And then I decided I wanted right away because they have you go on ride alongs. Um, when you first get hired and I was already interested in HVAC, but once I went out with a service tech, I was hooked. Um, so the way it works is you go into maintenance and then you, like I said earlier, you pick one of two fields, installer service. So basically I'll be doing furnace tune-ups, AC tune-ups. Um, you know, some people call us the filter changers, but, uh, (laughs) I, I'll also be taking a, an apprenticeship class through work to um it's the the nate certification program which i know a lot of people make fun of but (laughs) i'm actually looking forward to it um 
Is it the CHP5? Yeah. Yeah, we we just had um, Nate on a couple of weeks ago, and we talked all about. Oh, very that. cool. Yeah, there's you know there's a lot yeah. of memes about it, but I I'm pumped. I'm excited to to go through that program. Um, they basically have you working Monday through Thursday, and then you you do your apprenticeship program on Fridays. So that's starting in December, and uh, yeah. Very cool. So, how long do you think? like the all of the education that you're undergoing at the moment like how how much longer until it's all over with all right guys so successful tdx 24588a conversion from blue on did it a couple of weeks ago i made a little video it was up on linkedin it's up on instagram it's up on facebook it's going to go to youtube as well but it went as planned so basically take a baseline of the R22 system. It was, it was a package Linux unit and we did one of the stages, the first stage. Okay. I pulled out the non-adjustable TX valve, put an adjustable TX valve in. It was a Danfoss TU model, which is stainless steel. You don't have to wrap it up when you braze it and you put the cartridge in. Okay. Um, everything went really well and I used the blue on tech support through their app just to contact them before I put in the last little bit of charge just so I could dial it in properly and just get some advice from them because it is their refrigerant and they've done a ton of conversions and they have the knowledge and the know-how. So I contacted them. I had all my friends on the roof. When I say friends, I don't mean people. I mean my tools. Sometimes your tools are better friends than, than actual people in real life. That's sad, but it's true. I had my my Testo smart probes and my 557, which all linked up to the Measure Quick app. The Measure Quick app seen them all and it was feeding me back all these readings and stuff, which which was very, very cool. I had my my Navac stuff up there, my 12 CFM vacuum pump, my NRDDD, my N NRDD, there's not three D's in that. <laughs> and my scale, my Navac scale, and everything went as planned. My big blue soap. Yep, was up there, and I used a little dab of nylog around the threads of the, the orifice that went into the TU expansion valve. So all my friends were up there that I use on a weekly basis. And the conversion went well. The unit is up and running. And if you guys want to reach out and ask me some more questions in, in, in detail, go ahead, do that 100%. I'm more than willing to, to, um, to help you guys out. So... If you haven't already heard, and you probably have because I've been mentioning it, is Dan Foss is doing their Cooling United Live trade show October 7th and 8th. Two full days of training and education and interactive stuff. And if you sign up, I mean, you might be busy during the day, but it's it's two full days and there's going to be a lot of good stuff on there. I'm going to sign up actually over the weekend and I'm going to be checking it out during those two days as well. So anyway, I'll leave that link in the podcast notes for you guys to check out. Let's get back to Sarah. Oh boy. I, I'll be learning forever, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. but as far as schooling <laughs> goes, it'll be... Yeah. So, okay. The first, the program I'm in at the technical college, the first year is uh, residential HVAC. So you take all those classes and then the second year is commercial. Um, so that's that's a two-year program. I I want to go through both years just so I have both, you know, both types under my belt and 
you know, I have the option to go into either one. Because honestly, I'm really not sure which of the two I want to do yet. The The company I work for right now is residential. Um, mm-hmm. That that was lacking when I was a mechanic, an auto mechanic. I I really missed, you know, the people and working one-on-one with them. It was basically you were underneath the car and the service writer was the one communicating with the customer. Um, I feel uh-huh. like in, in this field, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's a pain and it's a, you know, I know it's a reason that a lot of guys go into commercial, but um, you do work very closely with the customer. So that, you know, that'll be a two-year program. Uh, I just started in August, so that I'm looking at two years for that. And then the apprenticeship program, that'll be a whole, that'll be four years. So got a lot to go. I'm, I'm pretty green, but <laughs> I just want. Yeah, we, we do something. We, we do a five-year apprenticeship oh, cool. up here. So, I mean, it's, 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 very, it's very similar yeah. that way. Can I ask you how you got into HVAC? Um, yeah, it's not knowing <laughs> at all what, what I wanted to do. It Like, I, I had no idea. I, I didn't even know about trades really when I was in high school and and um I, I've probably told the same story in many different ways before, but I, m- my dad was on my case like when I was in grade twelve about knowing what I wanted to do and what I was gonna do after high school and stuff oh, yeah. like that and um he he kept bringing up different trades to me all the time and he he got one of the my dad was like a, a a maintenance uh, manager at a, at a at a building, and he got the HVAC guy that does the work there, yeah, to come by my place, um, and sit down and talk to me. And I got interested, and uh, basically found a local college that was teaching it, had courses on refrigeration, and and I applied, and 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 that was it. Wow, that was a two year that was a two year course. That's awesome. Did you? Is that your dog? You, you have so a dog sorry. in the background. There, I have. No, I didn't know. I just, I just, I'm like, is that a I, dog or is that like something else? No, <laughs> I am obsessed with dogs. I have two beagles. They are oh, okay. insane. I apologize for that. Um, no, no, it's okay. I just didn't know if it was a dog no, or not. I, I just wanted to. I just texted downstairs to <laughs> for them to shut up, but um, they <laughs> they are insane. I, I have a funny story to share about the first episode of my podcast that I recorded. Um, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, yeah. So let's, let's introduce the fact yeah. that you have a podcast and you can tell Yeah. Us. So your podcast is it's called, called women behind the wrench. And basically yeah. I, I want to interview every single female in the trade industry and just kind of bring awareness to it and, you know, encourage others. The, the biggest part of my profile and my, you know, my page is to encourage others to join the trades because I honestly never had that option. When I was in high school, they pounded in your brain that you have to go to college. Like you have to go get that bachelor's degree. So honestly, my biggest goal is just to, you know, bring awareness and highlight some of the amazing women in the trade industry um, and, you know, learn their story and how they got started. And yeah, just kind of, that's my biggest regret is not starting earlier, but, you know, I feel like I'm, maturity wise better off this way but i would i would Uh give my left arm to start right out of high school honestly um but yeah that's what it'd be kind of it'd be kind of hard to climb a ladder without your left arm though (laughs) yeah good point point. 
but yeah, that's basically my my main goal is to encourage others and you know spread awareness and you know just like about this great community because even you know men and women alike it's it's just amazing to me how supportive it is out there Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah that's what my podcast is about i am not you know i'm obviously a huge nerd i am super awkward so it's it was hard for me to to do that and put myself out there um what i was going to say about the first episode i recorded was just me blabbering on about myself and i was by myself and my two dogs were up next to me and I had to do it all in one take because I'm like, okay, let's do this. And in the process, one of my beagles named Boba, Boba Fett, like Star Wars, he grabbed the pop filter off of my microphone and proceeded oh, no. to tear it to shreds. I'm, I'm talking like at least 200 pieces of pop filter all over the floor. Meanwhile, I'm like wincing and trying to just get through this and they're just destroying everything. But with beagles, that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> so, did the when you listened to it after, did the sound of your voice, or did it did it change the audio when the pop filter had disappeared? You know, I I didn't notice, but I had a friend, who, a coworker friend, who listened to it, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I can hear the exact moment that Boba grabbed it, and you're freaking out internally." So I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's great." <laughs> But yeah, it worked out. I personally don't like listening to myself, so it's mm-hmm. it's nerve wracking. I hate it. Nobody but does. it's wait, yeah, but wait till wait wait till you're like uh, 150 podcasts in, and then it's going to be like second oh man, major. I more power to you. You are a rock star. Like I, I'm surprised I'm able to talk right now because I am such a huge fan. Um, I don't know how it's so like trying to like link up with people and their schedule it's hard like especially when you're working in this field and it's it's hard you know kind of to link up so more power to you i'm i was kind of interested to to learn how you got into the whole podcasting thing um i didn't really think i was ever gonna and oh thank you by the way for for saying i'm a rock star and you're a fan but i'm not a rock star. <laughs> you kind of are come on <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm in my I'm in my like basement scattered <laughs> with boxes in the dark with one little like makeup light shining on me so I can see my notes and that's if 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 somebody took a picture of me right now you'd be like <laughs> what the hell is that guy doing Oh that's awesome <laughs> Anyway so <laughs> I got into podcasting because I um how did this go again I was always kind of curious about starting a podcast but i had no i i had no idea how to do it no clue whatsoever and somebody actually asked me i'm not going to name names but somebody actually asked me if i wanted to podcast for them um and it would go through their channels and i and i kind of agreed to it but it it fell apart and because of that because of that sort of question towards me and the fact that I said, yes, I'll try it. That kind of put me in the the mode to, to try it. I was actually excited about trying it. And then when it kind of fell apart, it was actually a silver lining because it now I could start my own podcast instead of podcasting on somebody else's network type yeah. thing. Right. So I, 
I started my own. And, and the only reason I started my own is because I was scrolling through my Instagram feed one day and, and the ads for anchor were going through all the time, uh, where I published my podcast too. And it was like the easiest way to start a podcast and blah, 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 blah. And I watched a little one minute video. And back then I'm, I think, I think that it was only five minute clips you could record at a time oh, wow. on Anchor, which was, which was really odd. So I think my first few podcasts, I think I had to talk for f- five minutes, stop, talk another five minutes, and it couldn't just be this continuous thing. Um, so that's kind of how I started. And basically it was my phone and I just plugged this crappy mic into it. It had no pop filter. Um, just a big foamy thing around it. And it was, it, it was, sounded terrible. And I sort of was trying different things. I tried a gaming headset with this little like equalizer that it came with out in my van away from the noise of my house. And I was using like a third party app to record the phone call and then basically download the file and then put it into anchor. But I, you'd hear all these weird sounds and crackles oh, in the sure. background. And then, and then I finally got a laptop. And then I started trying Zoom out um, and Zoom has lag in it. So anytime you listen to one of my podcasts that I'm using Zoom, it's got a little bit of lag because if the, if the internet signal drops out just a touch uh, down where I am, there's a bit of a lag in the voice. But this platform here, Zencaster, there is no lag. It doesn't allow that to happen. It, it records like your your track and my track separately and I don't know how it defeats or gets rid of the lag, but it's, it's recorded and it, it's stamped or whatever. And then I can take these two tracks later and I can do stuff with them on like a audacity. Audacity is like a editing suite for, for audio. But if it was zoom, it's just one track, both of us, I can't really oh, okay. separate the two. So I just, I've been learning, this is like two years now, almost two years of just learning this. So it's been a, been a journey. Yeah, for no, sure. That's great. And do you, do you take recommendations from people or is it, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. Um, my biggest my biggest uh, friend for that, and I've mentioned this before, is Matt Waxer, who is HVAC R for oh, Life sure. on Instagram. I don't know if you've talked yeah. to him or not, Matt. Um, he's, been on, he's been on the podcast with me a couple of times. He always messages me stuff. He's like, you should talk to this person and that person. They're very interesting. And I, and I take his advice all the time. And and I have some some really good um, episodes out of it. And actually, he he was the one that told me to listen to oh, your podcast. Oh, very cool. So this is, this is another Matt, Matt Wax. That's awesome. Doing. <laughs> no, he's great. So I, I listened to your, your episode with um, your second podcast, I believe, with Faye Hadley. And wow, she was one interesting oh, yeah. individual. She's great. Sure. She's she has a lot of great stories and she's kind of like, kind of like me, how she didn't start out, you know, right in the trade industry. And she's just a badass. She is a force to be reckoned with and amazing. Yeah, I was, I was listening to her and I'm like, I wonder what this, this girl looks like, because I, I had this image in my head. And then when I seen her, she looked nothing like that oh, image really? yeah. at all. Right. No. Yeah. The, the her voice and and the way she looked didn't click for me. At, like, oh yeah, that's of course that's what she looks like. But it was like, whoa, that's what she looks like. Like she's like this all tatted up, like badass chick that that works on cars and stuff. But she sounded very bubbly, like very 
uh homie and stuff like that oh when yeah I listen to no she's the podcast and then when i seen her i'm like whoa she's, she's like always she's happy too I, I love that we, we kind of talked about that too but she's yeah. she's great she's been such a big support to me and to, to a lot of women so no she's great mm-hmm. very cool so i mean what else what else we got here we got you get a podcast i get a podcast we do yeah what about uh what? tools like i could talk about tools all day i am obsessed what's uh, well it does say in your your uh your instagram bio that you're oh my a tool gosh. I, I think i have so. a problem a I little mean, bit but oh my gosh what uh do you have like oh yeah toolaholic i like that do you have like a goal like what's what's one tool that you use every single day every single job that you couldn't live without um so I've tried many different kinds and I've always kind of changed them up because I always like to try new ones, but that's like a, a, a multi-bit nice. screwdriver. Okay. Do you have a... So I can't, I can't live without one of those. I, I need one of those like all the time. Like I can, if, if I, let's say I roll up to the, my job site and I go, oh my God, my tool bag is at home. All, if I have my meter, my a uh, multi-bit screwdriver and a set of jumpers, then I know good I'm going to go. be good for the day. <laughs> I'll figure I'll figure it out. And then maybe an adjustable wrench because it's so versatile. It can be a hammer. It can, it can be, uh, it can be a oh, lot yeah. of different things. So see, I like, do you have a certain brand you like? Cause for me, it's like, Oh, I see this and I see that. And I want to try them both. And that's where my problem starts. I think, cause I see all these amazing tool reviews and I just want to try them all out, but I don't think I have a particular, you know, loyal. I have a, I have a cool one that, that I, that I like. Um, it's, it's a Weeha one and it's, and it's got a couple cool features. So it comes in a little roll up bag. So it's very compact, right? And then you unroll it and then there's the handle inside and then it's got bits. I don't, I can't remember how many bits, maybe like 11 or something, maybe eight or 11. I can't remember some, some number along those lines. And they're slim line bits. Um, so they fit through very slim openings, like in a contact or something like that. And they're they're a bit longer. They're not the short stubby ones. So you can really get them in there. And and they're insulated. Cool. So it's it's a really cool set. That's really awesome. Yeah, I think I have two right now in my in my bag. Um the Wera, KK, the James Bond, six and one screwdriver, of course. And then there was another one called the Work Pro. Um, it's they're U.S. made, but they had this promo where they would like laser engrave your name into the, the shaft of it. So I was like, "Ooh, I have to try that out." Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've been great. I love the ones that you can just fit everything in the handle like that. Um, but I I also love mini tools. I have a weird thing about mini tools, like. Mini mini tools are are cool. I one of my uh, I can't find it right now to be honest with you, but one of my favorite tools is my little Klein control screwdriver. It's just like a little little slim one. It's got uh it's got a Phillips. It's got a flathead, and I think it might have a Schrader core yeah remover uh, remover on. I can't I can't remember, but and then it's at the the back of the handle is it's it spins so you can really uh just put it on your hand and just kind of spin it because of the, the back end spins so i really love that yeah. screwdriver too and it's like i don't know i think 
a lot of different brands are good for for different things, obviously. But I I am all for you know testing them out and and seeing what they have. What about um, as far as the new gadgets go, like so the smart stuff? <sighs> you into really. any of that? I mean, what's what what yeah. should I check out? If if you were me, just starting out, what would you check out? Well, I mean, as every everything's going smart, so I I think my Testo smart probes, I love them because they're so compact. Um, if I'm not doing any recovery or charging, I always grab those because they're they're just easy to use. Um, if I'm doing recovery or, or charging, then I'll use my five, five sevens, my, my oh, sure. digital manifold. <clears throat> and they both link to the, the, the Testo app. And then they both also link to measure quick and measure quick is, is something that I haven't really dove into a lot. I, I used it, um, two weeks ago and the week after, because I did a, uh, I did the first blue on conversion in Canada. Oh, um, wow. The TDX 20. I believe it's the first, I believe it's the first one in Canada. I don't know if it is for sure, but I think it is. Um, so I converted from R22 to, to that, to, to TDX 20. And I used my digital tools cause I had to take a snapshot of the return air, the supply air, uh, pressures, superheat, subcooling, all that kind of stuff. And then, the, and because of the measure quick links to all those tools, all the information just goes right into one screen. So you can see like your superheat, your subcooling, return air, supply air. You can see the capacity, the actual capacity of the system. So it was a four ton system. You can see the actual capacity if it's, if it's running at two tons, if it's running at uh, one ton, three tons, whatever, right? You can see all that stuff. And, and I thought that was super cool because I had never used it to that capacity. Well, yeah, that's, before. I think, Honestly, I think everyone I've learned from has been so old school that like they don't even know that exists, but I think I would be all about that. It 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 is cool if if you want to get a real like old school guys, yeah, you can charge up a system no problem. I mean, and 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 do it by feel by amp drop, liquid line, suction line, feel the compressor. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It's good. It's it, it's good to go. But if you really want to get an in-depth snapshot of what that system is doing and you have those smart tools that connect up to the app, you really do get a real nice picture of things that you cannot see um, with an, a set of old school gauges in a, in, right. in a temp oh, probe. Definitely. You know what I mean? You, you can't, you just, you just can't see. Yeah, it. no, that's, I want to check that out. Is it, is it reasonable? Is it, you know, worth whatever you have to pay. Well, it's it's free. It's free. You don't need to pay for it, unless unless you want to start getting a little bit more in depth in right. into the the app itself. There, I, I came across some some spots where you, I think you, I think they're called qubits. You needed a certain amount of qubits to unlock that, and I'm I'm not really sure how you get the qubits. Somebody can maybe fill me in. That's listening if they if they know how to how to utilize that, but I didn't need to get to that to that point. Um, I was just doing a basic sort of um, snapshot of the system, and that's okay, free with cool. the app. Yeah, no, I'll have to check that out for sure. So, I mean, as far as smart tools go, I 
if if you're looking into them, I mean, I, I would I would highly recommend a set of smart probes just because they're, they're they're so cool to, to use and the reporting that you can do with them afterwards is is pretty cool and um i guess the uh, like w- one of the tools that i love like i i i adore it is actually the the four cfm vacuum pump from navac oh, the, sure. the battery powered one and i i don't use it all the time i only use it in the right application but it's so actually, here's a good one. I used the two CFM uh, about a year and a half ago before the t- the four CFM came out, and I had to basically pump down a system, isolate a semi hermetic compressor, pull the oil pump off to inspect it because we were having some oil return issues, uh, but I didn't have to pull the gas out of the system because I can pump it down, uh, close off the valves. I basically. Um, equalize the two sides of the compressor like there's a certain way i do it and then basically when you take the head off it's like psh, you, you get a little bit of of vapor just like boiling off or a little bit of liquid or vapor just kind of leaving instantly but it's it, yeah. for like a split second so you're really not venting like gas into the air because it's just like psh, and that's done but after i was done there's no cord to be run it's just put the heads back on pull a vacuum just on the compressor and then we can just um, get those valves back open and and away we go so for those situations i i adore that yeah. that pump or those those, those two pumps because i got That's the two awesome. do you have a video CFM. on those by chance i have a youtube video of the two cfm pump using a true blue hose and a quarter inch hose basically racing each other to see which one pulls a quicker vacuum on a oh, cool. on a recovery tank and the true blue hose okay, killed sure. the quarter inch hose <laughs> with, with the two cfm vacuum pump that's it's, awesome because uh, you do make YouTube quite channel. a few videos that's yeah did that come after the the podcast or was that something you've always done the videos i started when i started hvac know it all i and they oh, were no. terrible really <laughs> they were i like that I, I well they were because i didn't know i i was very unaware of of how to shoot a video um i probably didn't have enough confidence to talk about things properly and and then i tried to implement music into some of them and filters and some of them the music was way too loud and i go back and watch them now i'm like oh, oh my no. god should i delete that video even though it's got like a few thousand views i'm like uh, I'll just leave it, and then people can go back years later and go, "Ah, oh, look, oh, look, look! His first no. videos, they suck." <laughs> oh. No, they do. They do. They Your suck. video was the first one I came across when I was trying to figure out how to braise properly. It was one of your videos. It was. Did I do it? I'll I don't find know if I did it. A video. I'll on find braising. it because it was. It was either you or you had a you had a follower send a video of nitrogen going through maybe yeah i i share okay, i share a lot sure. of other people's content um just just because i feel like if they have good content um and it's it's yeah. it's valuable to the audience and that i'm all Definitely. about sharing it so like what do you do do you ever have time i know it's hard being in hvac and having a you know work-life balance do you what do you do when you're not working um my favorite nice. thing to do is sleep. <laughs> I love it. I'm 
like every day I'm like, oh my God, I, I sit in my van and having my coffee at lunch and I'm like, at like 8.30, I'll be on the couch half asleep. What is sleep? I love it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, but besides that, um, we have, like our family, we, we have a trailer uh, in a trailer park, which is an hour and a half north of us. And we got an ATV and we try to spend as much time up there between the spring the, the middle of the spring and the middle of the fall is this kind of the season. And we try to go up there as, as much as possible and get, get the kids that the kids aren't allowed to bring their there tablets when we go. <laughs> so it's all about, they can watch, like we have like the internet up there just for nighttime and rainy days oh, to sure. watch like Netflix and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's outside campfires, um, barbecuing, hanging out with friends and having some beers and nice. just relaxing. Going, going for Very ATV cool. rides. So that's, that's kind of what I do in, in my spare time. But, um, besides that sleeping, sleeping is, is, is it's awesome. Sad how I it... love it. I, I love sleeping so much that it takes me like, I remember watching, <laughs> what was that show? Uh, the one with, uh, El, it was called El Chapo. I think it, it was kind of based on his life and I can't remember how many seasons it was, but it literally took me, I think maybe four or five months to get through a season just because I kept falling asleep oh, 15 yeah. minutes no, into every totally. episode. That's me with movies. Like I can't watch a whole movie because I will pass out on the couch. I was going to say it's kind of sad like how excited I get at the end of the day. Like, oh my gosh, I can sleep now. So I totally feel that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it really it's one is. of those underrated things. What's sleep, right? Hey, so you have um I think you have this this love for I do. Oh my gosh. You want to tell me about that? So when I first started the Instagram account and I came across this company called HVAC Crew. Um I'm already a huge collector of hats. I don't I don't know what it is. I wear you know a company hat every day or an HVAC Crew hat. Um but they've been, you know, super encouraging to me and they're they're all for women in the trades and they every single suggestion I've made to them they're like, "Oh, okay, we'll consider that." And either a hat comes out or they say, "Oh, we're working on this." Um and they're like that with everybody, honestly. So I I have a fairly big collection of hats and the majority of them are HVAC crew. Um I'm a very, I have a very bright personality, I would say. So I really like their new, the teal, pink, orange, and purple ones that they just came out with. So of course I have one of each of those. Um, you know, they, they're just really, you know, really good quality hats and really good people. Honestly, it's, it's the people that make the brand and they've always been really nice to me. So, um, I just like to, to help support them and I love their hats. I, you know, it seems like on my Instagram, every other picture is me in an HVAC crew hat, but honestly, I, I wear them every day. So it's, it's not like I'm trying to, to push the item. It's, it's just, it is what it is. I, I wear them every single day and they're great people. Yeah. Yeah. You're a brand ambassador and you generally, I get it. I feel you. Every, every, Gen- genuinely love the 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 uh i'll have to <laughs> like edit it. that out no i'm just kidding every podcast every podcast there's one or two words i can't say but you genuinely 
enjoy wearing it. So that's absolutely that's that's really cool. So I mean, as far as uh, I just wanted to ask you one last thing, as far as sort of females in the trade and and whatnot, what sort of advice would you have for a female that that really is thinking about the trades are on the fence or maybe they're in it, but they're kind of discouraged and they might think about leaving. Like what sort of encouragement would you have for, for those kind of. Yeah. I would just say, you know, get, get in it as soon as you possibly can um, reach out to people. You know, if you're in, cause I've been in companies, you know, being a mechanic, I was in three different shops and if you're somewhere that you don't feel encouraged, reach out to other ones, you know, cause you, th- there will be others that have room for you. Um, learn, learn all you can, you know, YouTube, I know it sounds corny, but YouTube is such a huge tool. Um, get, you know, get as many tools as you can. Um, people are willing to help you. You just need to, to find the right people. Um, Ride-alongs. Ride-alongs are huge. There are a lot of companies that that are willing to, you know, set you up in a bit. Right now, it might be different because of COVID, but there's a lot of companies that are willing to talk to you, uh, reach out, go learn about programs in your area, and just get as involved as you possibly can. Awesome. Cool, man. So, your podcast, what's... What's the next? Who's the next so guest? I've got a can, can we get a teaser a on that? Next. Or, or... And it's going to be amazing. Oh, nice. So I, I talked to I talked to Danny G a few weeks ago. He's a plumber. And I, and I asked him, I'm like, you work around piping that you cut yes. open that has human waste. <laughs> like, how do you how do you deal with that? He's like, he's like, you know what? He's like, it smells like money. Smells like money. So that's that you should, you should ask, you should ask. I want to know if this is like a, a thing that all plumbers say. So when you have the plumber on the podcast, ask them when they cut those Perfect. drains I open, will, what it smells like. And let's see if they say, sure let's see if they say that. it smells um, like money. I'm not sure we're going to get the same answer, but <laughs> we'll see. I, I have seen that a couple of times on Instagram. People say that's a, that's a fairly popular hashtag for my plumber friends. So smells like money. Cool. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for getting onto the podcast with me. And um, I guess it took us some time to, to hook up because of your schooling, but I mean, we got together. Yeah, no, and, and I really appreciate you part. having me on here. Um, like I said, you, you're you a big hitter here. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time and working around my crazy schedule. And I'm going to keep tuning into all your stuff and keep it up. So Sarah is on her way to kicking some ass in the HVAC industry. She's got the mechanical aptitude already. She has a good head on her shoulders. She wants to continue to learn. She's not pretending she knows everything and knows it all, which is a fabulous thing. Okay, you got you to stay humble when you're approaching something and always realize that it's ever-changing and you're always going to need to continue your education and learn. And part of her continuing education, I think, is creating her own podcast because the amount of stuff you learn by talking to other people, just open and candidly in a podcast interview, is is amazing. You learn so much from other people and what they do on a daily basis. So Women Behind the Wrench is her podcast. You guys should check it out. And Sarah, 
Good luck with everything. I know you're going to be great in the trade. But guys, I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.